What's up, y'all? It's JLP, the host of Mastering Single Podcast, and I'm so happy that you decided to join me on this episode, right? And if you are tuning in via our JLP Network YouTube channel, thank you so much. If you did not yet subscribe to this channel, I would greatly encourage you to do so because on this platform, I'm here to encourage, challenge, and inspire you to live life to the fullest. So last week, y'all, we introduced this new single series that I'm excited about titled Prize Mentality, and we gave you a brief synopsis of what to expect. Now, on tonight's episode, we're going to go ahead and get further details concerning the term prize mentality and, and you know exactly what it is and how you can attain it. By doing this, I want to go ahead and, you know, just introduce to you the story of Rebecca and Isaac. But again, we're mostly speaking to our single sisters um, throughout this whole series. And so I want to go ahead and give you the story of Rebecca um, to be able to receive inspiration from her for you to properly position yourself in this season uh, to be pursued by the man of God that the Lord has for you. And as I stated in the last episode, this is for my singles who you know you have been trusting God and you have been waiting for a while for godly companionship and you truly believe that this is the season that God is about to show up and show out and connect you with your future spouse. Now, if you have your Bible, I would greatly encourage you to open it up to Genesis chapter 24. We're going to be reading the story of Rebecca together. And as you're opening your Bible to Genesis chapter 24, I want to go ahead and again give you an idea of prize mentality. You see, guys, prize mentality is an attitude. It's an attitude you should have at all times. It's not necessarily an attitude you should have only when you're trying to uh, position yourself to be found by your potential spouse, right? But it's an attitude you should have when it comes to your career goals, when it comes to uh, your dreams, or when it comes to anything you want to achieve in life, okay? Another thing that we were able to introduce to you all on last week's episode is um, favor. And so when I think about prize mentality, I'm thinking about someone who also carries favor. Many of us, we see favor as a gift from God, which it it is a a gift from God. But a lot of people, they miss that you are able to attain favor by taking practical steps. And often, I want to explain to you a specific step, right? A specific thing you should do in order to attain this favor, God's favor, all right? So although we are, you know, familiar uh, with favor being almost like grace, right? Something that you did not deserve, something that was just freely given to you. Uh, But when I go ahead and study the word of God, I see multiple times that favor often was attained by uh, God's servants because of their obedience, okay? And in the story of Rebecca, we're going to see how indeed uh, being obedient was able to really connect her to her future spouse, okay? Now, continue to remain on Genesis chapter 24. Uh, And as we're getting ready to read that together, um, I want to go ahead and explain to you, okay, that, you know, the man is supposed to be the pursuer and many of my ladies out there you've heard it often you know you've heard it about maybe anywhere that is talking about singlehood and how you can prepare for marriage and so forth right especially for those of you who have the desire for marriage yes i believe that men are the pursuers but multiple times you know uh people often forget that though the men are the pursuers women we are the positioners Okay, I'm going to say this again. Though the men are the pursuers, we women are the positioners. And when I see the story of Rebecca, Esther, and Ruth, 
see that these women were positioners. And it's so important for you too to see yourself as a positioner because if you do not see yourself as a positioner, you will not be found by the one that God has for you. Yes. You know, sometimes we we are just so on fire for God. At times we feel like as if God is going to do everything for us and it doesn't work that way. And even in the stories here that we're going to be sharing with you throughout the series, you're going to see these women, you know, they had to take action. You know, their husband did not just fall out of the sky. Uh, their husband did not just appear out of thin air. All right. So even today, God always partners with his people in order to do great things in their lives and in order to do great things in their midst. That doesn't make God less God when he partners with us. But at times, God wants you to build your faith. He wants you to build your character. And that is the reason why he does that. So very quick review. Women are positioners. Men are pursuers. And we're just gonna go ahead and take a look at the story of Rebecca. All right, so let's go ahead and just read her story quickly. I have my Bible right here. And if you have your Bible as well, you can follow along. If not, that's fine, just listen to me. And so Genesis chapter 24 introduces the story of Isaac and Rebecca. And let's go ahead and read it, shall we? All right, so here, here it goes, the story of Isaac and Rebecca. Starting in verse 1, it says, Abraham was now very old, and the Lord had blessed him in every way. He said to the senior servant in his household, the one in charge of all that he had, put your hand under my thigh. I want you to swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you will not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I am living, but will go to my country and my own relatives and get a wife for my son, Isaac. All right. The servant asked him, what if the woman is unwilling to come back with me to this land? Shall I then take your son back to the country you came from? Make sure that you do not take my son back there, Abraham said. The Lord, the God of heaven, who brought me out of my father's household in my native land and who spoke to me and promised me an oath saying to you your offspring i will give this land he will send his angel before you so that you can get a wife for my son from there if the woman is unwilling to come back with you then you will be released from this oath of mine only do not take my son back there so the servant put his hand under the thigh of his master abraham and swore an oath to him concerning this matter. Then the servant left, taking with him 10 of his master's camels, loaded with all kinds of good things from his master. He set out for Aram, Nerham, and made his way to the town of Nahar. He had the camels kneel down near the well. Outside, excuse me, outside the town, it was toward evening, the time the women go out to draw water okay i'm on verse 12 now and the servant of abraham he made this prayer y'all in verse 12 he said then he prayed lord god of my master abraham make me successful today and show kindness to my master abraham see i am standing beside the spring and the daughters of the townspeople are coming out to draw water 
may be that when I say to a young woman, please let down your jar that I may have a drink, and she says drink, and I will water your camels too, let her be the one you have chosen for your servant Isaac. By this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Verse 15, before he had finished praying, Rebekah came out with her jar on her shoulder. She was the daughter of Bethuel, son of Melchah, who was the wife of Abraham's brother, Nahar. The woman was very beautiful, a virgin. No man had ever slept with her. She went down to the spring, filled her jar, and came up again. The servant hurried to meet her and said, Please give me a little water from your jar. Drink, my lord, she said, and quickly toward the jar to her hands and gave him a drink. After she had given him a drink, she said, I'll draw water for your camels too, until they have had enough to drink. So she quickly emptied her jar into the trough, ran back to the well to draw more water, and drew enough for all his camels. Without saying a word, the man washed her closely to learn whether or not the Lord had made his journey successful. Verse 22. When the camels had finished drinking, the men took out a gold nose ring weighing a becca and two gold braces weighing ten shekels. Then he asked, Whose daughter are you? Please tell me, is there a room in your father's house for us to spend the night? She answered him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son that Melchah bore to Nahar. And she added, We have plenty of straw and toddler excuse me not toddler but fodder as well as room for you to spend the night then the men bowed down and worshiped the lord saying praise be to the lord god of my master abraham who has not abandoned his kindness and faithfulness to my master as for me the lord has led me on this journey to the house of my master's relatives the young woman ran and told her mother's household about these things now rebecca had a brother named laban and he hurried out to the man at the spring. As soon as she had seen the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's arms and had heard Rebecca tell what the man said to her, he went out to the man and found him standing by the camels near the spring. Come, you who are blessed by the Lord, he said. Why are you standing out, out here? I have prepared the house and a place for the camels. So the men went to the house and the camels were unloaded. Straw and fodder were brought for the camels and water for him and his men to wash their feet. Then food was set before him, but he said, I will not eat until I have told you what I have to say. Then tell us, Laban said. So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master abundantly, and he has become wealthy. He has given him sheep and cattle, silver and gold, male and female servants and camels and donkeys my master's wife sarah has borne him a son in her old age and he has given him everything he owns and my master made me swear the oath and said you must not get a wife for my son from the daughters of the canaanites in whose land i live but go to my father's family and to my own clan and get a wife for my son then i asked my master what if the woman will not come back with me he replied, The Lord before whom I have walked faithfully will send his angel with you and make your journey successful. 
so that you can get a wife for my son from my own clan and from my father's family. You will be released from my oath if when you go to my clan, if when you go to my clan they refuse to give her to you, then you will be released from my oath. Verse 42, when I came to the spring today, I said, Lord God of my master Abraham, if you will please grant success to the journey on which I have come. See, I am standing beside the spring. If a young woman comes out to draw water, and I say to her, please let me drink a little water from your jar. And if she says to me, drink and I'll draw water for your camels too, let her be the one the Lord has chosen for my master's son. Verse 45, before I finish praying in my heart, Rebecca came out with her jar on her shoulder. She went down to the spring and drew water. And I said to her, please give me a drink. She quickly lowered her jar from her shoulder and said, drink and I'll water your camels too. So I drank and she watered the camels also. I asked her, whose daughter are you? She said, the daughter of Dafu, of Nahar, son of Nahar, whom Milka bore to him. Then I put the ring in her nose and the bracelets on her arms, and I bowed down and worshiped the Lord. I praised the Lord, the God of my master, Abraham, who had led me on the right road to get the granddaughter of my master's brother for his son. Now, if you will show kindness and faithfulness to my master, tell me, and if not, tell me so I may know which way to turn. Laban and Bethuel answered, this is from the Lord. We can say nothing to you one way or the other. Here is Rebecca. Take her and go, and let her become the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has directed. When Abraham's servant heard what they said, he bowed down to the ground before the Lord. Then the servant brought out gold and silver jewelry and articles of clothing and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave costly gifts to her brother and to her mother. Then he and the men who were with him ate and drank and spent the night there. When they got up the next morning, he said, Send me on my way to my master. But her brother and her mother replied, let the young woman remain with us 10 days or so, then you may go. But he said to them, this is verse 56, y'all. But he said to them, do not detain me now that the Lord has granted success to my journey. Send me on my way so I may go to my master. Then they said, let's call the young woman and ask her about it. I want you guys to pay attention to verse uh, 57, okay? Again, then he said, then they said, let's call the young woman and ask her about it. Verse 58. So they called Rebecca and asked her, will you go with this man? I will go, she said. So they sent their sister Rebecca on her way along with her nurse and Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebecca and said to her, our sister, may our sister, may you increase to thousands upon thousands. May your offspring possess the cities of their enemies. Verse 61, then Rebecca and her attendants got ready and mounted the camels and went back with the men. The servant took Rebecca and left, all right? Verse 62, now Isaac had come from Beer Laheroi, for he was living in the Negev. He went out to the field one evening to meditate. And as he looked up, he saw camels approaching Rebecca. Rebecca also looked up, verse 64, y'all. Rebecca also looked up. And saw Isaac. She got down from her camel and asked the servant, Who is that man in the field coming to meet us? He is my master, the servant answered. So she took her veil and covered herself. Right? Verse 66. Then the servant told Isaac all he had done. Isaac brought her into the tent of his mother Sarah and he married Rebecca. Alright? So that was 
verse 67 where it says Isaac brought her into the tent of his mother Sarah and he married Rebecca I know that was a mouthful y'all but I wanted I wanted for us to read the entire story but from reading the entire story I want you guys I want you guys to pay attention uh to how to how you know uh, obedient Rebecca was okay and also to how practical she was okay so when the passage was explaining to us you know Rebecca went out right to draw water it's something it's not something that she um, randomly does you know it's something that she's familiar with she does this uh, often right and that's something that we need to pay attention to as well sometimes we feel like we have to do so much right we have to do so much uh, to receive favor or we have to do so much um, to receive an opportunity or we have to do so much to attract someone okay um, a lot of you ladies you know you gotta get your face beat you gotta you know uh, <laughs> because you think that's what's going to always attract that person um, but I want to let you know that sometimes God is ready to bless us and the mundane things right God is able to bless you while you are fulfilling your purpose as we all know or while you're just doing the day-to-day -day stuff like for example God is able to connect you with your future spouse just by going to do errands maybe your errand for today was to grocery shop and you went to the grocery store right for many people that is the way that God is able to connect them to their future spouse maybe you are a let's say you are a teacher and uh, you are now back in your class right your physical class and you're probably saying to yourself okay uh, how am I going to meet my future spouse if I'm a teacher right if I do this daily job but you never know who God is able to bring through that door even while you're at work you know God is able to bring your future spouse while you're at work he's able to bring your future spouse while you're grocery shopping he's able to bring your future spouse while you're at church he's able to bring your future spouse while you're just doing what it is that you normally do okay and so I wanted for us to really pay attention to this okay and that shows us as well that don't get discouraged if you're doing the same things but then nothing happens you know many of us we feel like if we don't get results if we if we keep doing the same things then we say to our, we say to ourselves then that is enough i need to go ahead and do something else but at times just because you're not seeing any results right just because you're not seeing any results by what you're doing that doesn't mean that you won't see results soon to come you won't see results in the future sometimes it takes patience all right and sometimes like you know we know sometimes it's just not god's timing all right um and so that was very important for us to know as well and another thing i want for you all to know as we were reading the story of rebecca rebecca was very obedient not only was Rebecca very obedient, but Rebecca was very kind. Let's be honest. You know, some of us, you know, we care about ourselves. We kind of, we're kind of selfish. You know, if if we saw somebody, right, that looked thirsty, right, we probably have water, but we're thinking about ourselves that, listen, I need to hydrate my own self. I only have one bottle of water in my car, and that is supposed to keep me 
um, for a long period of time. I do notice that you're thirsty, but I don't have time to give you no water because right now, it, it, the things at the grocery store, they're very expensive because of coronavirus and I just don't have that generos generosity to uh, be able to give you um, my water, okay? And the reason why I'm going there is because we have to understand at times, we need to walk in kindness. We need to walk in humility. Think about it for a second. If Rebecca wasn't kind, if Rebecca wasn't willing to give Abraham's servant water at that time, she would have missed the perfect opportunity to be connected to her future husband. Think about it. But because of the fact she was kind, she was able to extend a hand and she was able to give that servant water. And not only the servant, but she was able to give the servants candles. And here is where I want to also introduce this um, point to you all. Sometimes, indeed, to attract favor, you do have to go the extra mile. Sometimes the extra mile doesn't mean you have to like uh, do a lot of extraness, but sometimes the extra mile means for you to extend your heart, for you to extend compassion, for you to show uh, sympathy, you know. Uh, Rebecca didn't just give the servant water, but she went ahead and did the extra thing, right? The, she went the extra mile, which was she gave the camel's water as well. And even there, by doing that, the servant of Abraham, you know, he was attracted to her kindness, all right? Though, you know, it wasn't uh, for his own gain that he was, you know, talking to Rebecca. He came on assignment uh, to get a wife for his servant's um, son, right? For Isaac. But he himself, as the servant, he was very impressed by Rebecca. You know, he, even early on, he's like, wow, she's very kind. You know, she she's literally doing what I'm telling her to do. You know, she uh, she's very respectful. She's very, like, kind, you know, obedient. You know, she's very hardworking because it's not easy uh, to draw the water to begin with, right? And it's not even easy to draw in, in water uh, the camels as well. We... We don't know how many camels, too, that that guy had. <laughs> he probably had 50 camels, or he probably had four camels. He probably had two camels. But the very important thing is that she was willing. She was willing, you know, during her day as she was doing a, you know, basic routine or like, you know, her regular routine, she was able to take time to really focus on this individual and bless them as well. You know, that's very important for us to know. You know, this is prize mentality in action. Prize mentality doesn't mean for you to just think about yourself. But prize mentality, you see that anything really can be an opportunity for you uh, to shine for God. Any uh, season can be your opportunity to uh, do something that will be able to bless somebody else. And prize mentality is also to have this attitude of expectancy, all right? Now, let's go back to obedient, being obedient. Again, Rebecca, she was obedient to the servant, right? She was obedient to the servant. She didn't hesitate. I admire her for that. Like, she didn't, ex she didn't hesitate, okay? Uh, the guy just said, you know, come with me, right? He's saying to her family as well, listen, uh, it, it's been good. It's been good, but I need to get stepping. I need to go. All right. Uh, God granted me success. I found a wife for my servant. Now I need to get up out of there. Okay. I need, I need to leave. I enjoy you guys' company, right? I enjoy your company, but I, I need to leave. My mission has been accomplished. 
and we see like Rebecca she's just she doesn't really think about it she's like you know um, I'm going with this man I believe that God sent him and yeah I'm going with this man and I love um, her family as well you know her family uh, noticed that this was not just in vain it was not carnal but God was in it right that's important for us to know that God he was in it okay God was all in this love story God was all in this journey right that Rebecca was soon going to find herself in and also when it comes to the, the servant God was in his journey from the beginning and I love what the servant did you know as he was going on his journey to um, find a wife for Isaac he prayed about it and sisters this is so important during your season of singlehood especially it's especially when you're in a season of singlehood where you feel like the Holy Spirit is saying to you you know you're soon going to be connected to your future spouse this is not the time to be discouraged but this is the time for you to grow deeper in prayer this is the time for you to pray these, you know, um, prayers of strategies, just like the servant of Abraham prayed, you know, he was specific in what he was asking the Lord. All right. He was saying for God in, in, in general to bless his journey to be successful. And he was even saying to God, you know, the woman who goes out to draw water. Right. And I asked her, you know, to give me some and give my camel some right, or give the camels of my service some. If she goes ahead and agree to do that, then I know this is a sign from you, Lord. She is the one for my servant. Not my servant, but she is the one for my son's servant, um, Isaac, all right? So it's important for you ladies, and also men too, if you are a man and you're single, it's important for you during this season to pray these specific prayers to God. Because God, I'm telling you, he is so real. He is going to show up for you. But God, at times, he wants to see where your faith level is at. And this man, his faith level, it, it was secure. Uh, he noticed that his servant, <laughs> I keep saying Sarah, but he noticed that his uh, master Abraham had a close uh, walk with the Lord, had a close relationship with God. And that also um, drew him to even have faith in the, in, in the God of his servant. To the point where he knew that God was faithful, what he asked in prayer that God was faithful to reveal it to him, okay? So that's important. During this time, you need to make sure you are strengthening your prayer, life with the Lord, and you're praying specific prayers. Don't be ashamed to pray these prayers. Like, don't be ashamed to pray the same prayers like the uh, servant of Abraham. Don't be ashamed to say, Lord, uh, you know, I believe you are calling me to a new season. I've been single for a while and I believe that you're calling me to a godly companionship, to have a godly companionship with my future wife or my future husband. And so I'm praying that God, that today on my journey, whether that is me going to school or whether that is me going to the um, grocery store or whether that is me just doing you know, uh, you know, just a, re a regular errand that I usually do. I'm praying that you would cause my future spouse to locate me, that you would reveal my future spouse to me. That's not a sin, y'all. Like, that's not a sin for you to really uh, be that bold in, in faith, right? And be that bold in prayer to ask God uh, these things, okay? And I want for us to go back uh, to the beginning of the chapter, right? Um, Especially where, you know, Abraham was talking to his servant and he was saying, I don't want you to pick a young woman here. You know, the town that we're in right now, uh, the, the Canaan, like, you know, in Canaan, right? 
because he was like i don't want you to give my son a canaanite woman i want you to go back to my kinsmen i want you to go back to my relatives home uh, to pick a wife for my son and the reason why i brought that into view um tonight is because i want you guys to understand it's not necessarily that you need to leave where you're currently located at uh to be connected to your uh future spouse i'm gonna go ahead and clarify this at times god will connect you to your future spouse by you taking an action of faith right or a step of faith and just being in motion right uh like we we've introduced earlier during the episode by you going to the grocery store by you going to a church service by you attending a new type of club at school or uh by you just you know um socializing more right and so forth but at times too y'all the lord is able to um connect you to your future spouse through another individual and right here we see it in full view you know isaac did not necessarily go and pursue uh rebecca in fact his father was the matchmaker okay so abram was a matchmaker though of course god in his sovereignty he knew what was going down what was going down period but if we look at it abraham was the matchmaker and so the reason why it's so important for us to realize that it shows how how character plays a role as well especially when you're trying to be a position to be found you, you you need to have a character of integrity like you need to have again a character uh, of kindness right because you just do not know it's specifically how god is going to align you to your future spouse you just do not know how god is going to align you uh to your future husband future wife he may indeed do it in a way where it's going to happen between the two of you right you guys connect um you know but at times he might go ahead and use another individual he might use a friend he might use your mom he might use your grandma he might use your grandpa he might use uh i don't know he might even use somebody who wasn't in front of you at line right um at the whole food market and perhaps they just love the way that you smile and they think that you're very friendly and then all of a sudden they're like hey uh by the way are you single you look so nice i have a son right and so the way that you answer that individual you know all of that counts right i know it might be like really you probably saying like really blah, blah, blah. i never thought about it that way yeah all of that counts all right and so uh i don't want for you guys to like be conformed in a way where you think it's supposed to be just one way it doesn't work that way god is able to do it some way like in a way that is unconventional in a way that you did not expect right so when we say expect the unexpected i'm not saying for you to just expect okay god is going to make me my future spouse okay but you need to be open to the way that god is going to do it right so that's where i'm just trying to reach to i just want you guys to be open the way that god is going to do it and for you guys to make sure that listen uh so maybe you you know you're not that open with everybody but you know in this season to pray that god would give you more confidence pray that god again would just give you a fierce attitude to be able to like know that you again you are the prize you know that you are special you are fearfully wonderfully made uh you know and you deserve this you know don't look down on yourself don't look um 
at yourself saying, well, um, where I am right now, the job that I'm at, you know, I'm the only person of this, uh, of this uh, ethnicity, you know, and so forth. And you feel like um, just because of that, you're never going to be able to connect with your future spouse. So don't belittle yourself. God is able to um, bless you to be connected to someone that you would have never expected. All right. Maybe, for example, maybe you were like Rebecca. Rebecca, I'm not sure how her financial situation was, right? Um, but if if we look through that uh, chapter, clearly Abraham was way richer than his relatives, okay? And so her future husband, Isaac, you know, he's rich. And in, in, in the Bible time, he was a billionaire, all right? Or maybe even a trillionaire because Abraham, like the Bible, continues to describe all throughout the book of Genesis he was rich, okay? He got it going on. He had a lot of wealth and a lot of abundance, okay? And so just because you probably grew up, you know, not having a lot of money and you have to always, you know, have to work hard for what you have, that doesn't mean that you will never be connected to a someone wealthy, okay? Not saying that we should only focus on wealth. But I'm just saying, you just do not know who God has in store for you. So always be open and always um, know that God is able to give you um, even more than you've ever asked to think, right? According to Ephesians 3 verse uh, 20. And uh, something else I want to go ahead and explain to you all um, is this. I want to go ahead and explain to you all this, all right? So quickly, we talked about being obedient, we talked about being kind, and um, we talked about being open as well, being open to receive who God has for you and knowing that God is able to even give you greater than you could have ever expected for yourself. And when we talk about being obedient and being kind, I want you all to understand as well, this is not only seen in the story of Rebecca, but when we go later and talk about the story of Esther and Ruth, you're going to see those characteristics pop up again. And you're going to see those characteristics pop up again when we're going to be talking about Proverbs 31. But for tonight's episode, I just wanted to make sure that you got the gist of how important it is for you to be obedient. And to see obedient as a major, major, major key to attract favor. So I don't know how you were in the past, right? I don't know if it was kind of difficult for you to be obedient. Um, but I want to encourage you in this season, be willing to be available to God. Be, be willing to be obedient, you know. Be willing to serve, all right? That's another key word. Be willing to serve in this season. Because I truly believe many of you singles, it is while you're serving that God is going to just usher in the person that he has for you. And don't look at it just being like, you know, ministry, which is important, right? It's, it's good for us to be busy in ministry, proclaiming the gospel. But I want you to also think practical sense. I want you to understand that God is able to connect you to your future spouse while you're grocery stock shopping or while you're actually shopping at the mall, you know, for clothes. God is able is able to connect you while you're going to uh, buy a new phone, right, at T-Mobile or whatever. God is able to connect you again through a friend or through a relative okay so we need to be open and we need to understand that god is able to do it in unconventional ways and he's able to do it better than we could ever do ourselves right and so i hope that you guys enjoyed this episode we're we're going to be continuing on um 
with this series so make sure that you stay subscribed to the JLP Network channel and make sure you always tune in every Friday to the Mastering Singlehood podcast. You can listen to the podcast via iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you love listening to podcasts. So let me know if you enjoyed this by leaving a comment down below and let me know if you enjoyed it also by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for being with me and remember all things are possible with Christ Jesus. It was JLP. Until next time, peace out. Take care.